When you look back at your life and see how much tech news you absorbed through these, do you think you'll have any regrets? Because now's the time to do something about it. <laughs> okay, we're doing it. Google is wisely rebranding both its Bard chatbot and Duet AI for Workspace as Gemini, the name of the language model most strongly remembered for its heinously deceptive demo. Good choice. But the tech giant says you shouldn't be surprised if Gemini still refers to itself as Bard for a while, presumably because it's inherited its creator's proclivity for bull It's also Sydney on weekends. <laughs> But the new Gemini Advanced, a paid tier powered by the flagship Gemini Ultra 1.0 model, might do a bit better. Early impressions seem to broadly agree that Gemini is indeed a chatbot, but one that is noticeably worse than GPT-4. YouTuber AI Explained found out the jailbreaks, cited as one reason for Gemini's delayed rollout, still work. Although fellow creator Fireship thought Gemini was better at Bukowski-inspired poetry. So I don't know, maybe it's just a more artsy chatbot. Maybe you just need to kind of like get down on its level a little bit. I'm not like other bots. <laughs> Gemini Advanced can be accessed through the new Google One AI Premium subscription for 20 bucks a month, the same price as ChatGPT Plus, but at least Google's plan also gives you the standard Google One benefits and Gemini integration into Gmail and Drive. But the most interesting part of this story might be that Gemini can replace Google Assistant on Android with a pop-up overlay that can read what's on your screen and connect to Google's other services if you have the new app, which is only available in the US right now, not here in Canada. Even worse, Americans can install two Gemini apps since the chatbot's also available in the regular assistant app. There's not many of us up here, Google. Just ship, ship the extras. It's all right, we got Timmy's, that's good enough. <laughs> the Timbits are always there. Sony, the parent company of anime streaming platforms, Funimation and Crunchyroll, and a few other companies, I guess, is merging those two services together. And in so doing, deleting digital copies of content users purchased from Funimation. The move follows multiple instances of Sony removing content the users had purchased from the PlayStation store, like a kid sneaking the Brussels sprouts his mom just bought into the garbage. Now, some of the codes for these digital copies were included with physical Blu-rays or DVDs of anime dubbed and released by Funimation, so customers may still have access to their content if they didn't lose the discs. But Funimation had promised access to customers' digital copies forever. And if I thought that was true, why would I keep the discs instead of using them as eyes for my Halloween robot costume? Think, Sony! Or Frisbees. To add insult to injury, the new service formed by Funimation and Crunchyroll's merger called Crunchyroll is getting a $20 price hike to hundred bucks per year. For what? The privilege of having Sony steal my vegetables? Where am I gonna get my nutrients? Instagram and Meta's Twitter competitor Threads will no longer proactively recommend political content because toxic social media discourse should be centered around which AI generated influencer is hotter or more importantly, which of their fake dogs is cuter. The two platforms are following in the footsteps of Facebook, which had already minimized the prevalence of political content in its newsfeed and reels. If you still somehow manage to stumble onto a politics-related Instagram or Threads account, you can follow it and see the divisive partisan tripe it posts in your feed if you're some kind of masochistic sicko. 
and creators who specialize in said tripe and are concerned with the new rules maybe affecting their engagement can check whether that's happening under account status in their profile settings. Threads and Instagram boss Adam Masseri said back when the Twitter-like first launched that the platform would specifically not prioritize news content. So this isn't coming completely out of left field, but I can't help but wonder if the solution to social media's measurably negative effect on mental health is something other than sealing your platform off into an even tighter bubble. It's gonna burst. And then all of the moms and aunts are gonna shoot out. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, no! Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Manscaped. If you're feeling a little overgrown in your danger zone, trim your hedges the easy way with Manscaped Lawnmower 5.0. Its trimmer blade and foil blade are interchangeable, letting you choose from Buzzcut Bald or Sir Patrick Stewart Smooth. Lawnmower 5.0 even has an LED light, so you don't get lost on your quest to rediscover El Dorado. Plus, with its portability and convenient USB-C charging, you can whack your weeds anywhere you might be. But please check your local laws first. Check out the Lawnmower 5.0 at manscaped.com techlinked and use code techlinked for 20% off and free shipping. Always wondered what a quick bit was? It's me. It's me. CableMod issued a voluntary recall of its angled adapters for NVIDIA graphics cards back in December, but now the US Consumer Product Safety Commission has made it official. It turns out that the male connector can become loose and overheat, resulting in melting and potentially fire. Note that while all angled adapters are affected, angled cables are fine. Stick them wherever you like, champ. Okay. (laughs) The failure rate of these cables is only estimated to be 1.07%, but they've also caused around $75,000 in damage so far. They're NVIDIA graphics cards and they're on fire. It adds up fast. The FCC has officially deemed unsolicited robocalls using AI-generated voices illegal under existing law, specifically the 1991 Telephone Consumer Protection Act. The decision means that the FCC will now be able to fine anyone who tries to contact you about your car's extended warranty in the sultry tones of Frank Sinatra. And that sucks. (laughs) The summer wind, check your Kia Sonata. This will also give attorneys general additional options to prosecute telemarketers that violate these regulations, as well as scammers that pretend to be your recently kidnapped grandson who desperately needs you to buy him $3,000 in Best Buy gift cards. Although that could be real or not. I mean, you don't... (laughs) You know what's real if he's asking for V-Bucks. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman is seeking up to $7 trillion in investment to increase the world's chip building capacity and solve AI chip scarcity. Sounds like the marketing pitch for this. A real steal for just 13 times last year's global chip sales. (laughs) Altman is talking to the governments of the US and the United Arab Emirates, as well as industry partners, to try and achieve the princely sum. In more humble news, NVIDIA has created a new business unit to tackle the $30 billion custom AI chip market, also known as the only AI chip market NVIDIA hasn't cornered yet. I'm sure things will change when Sam Altman raises enough money to buy Apple twice. And he'll be able to give Vision Pros to all the children. (laughs) It'll scan their eyeballs and give them crypto. Brilliant Labs, a tech startup from formal Apple executive Bobak Tavangar, that's what we're going with, has launched Frame, open source smart glasses that pair with their AI-powered Noah app. 
While the spectacles can answer many questions, based on their design, most users will simply ask for the location of the nearest craft brewery, or for the date of the next Decemberists concert. Included with the glasses is something called Mr. Power, which is actually a mobile charger and not, as I had assumed, the name of male enhancement pills that you could buy at a gas station. And we've gotten a teaser of what Lenovo has in store for the Mobile World Congress this year, an invisible laptop. Well, I mean, not invisible, just see-through. So depending on what you're watching, you can really horrify everybody else at the coffee shop. The display is fully transparent with no visible bezel to speak of, so you can really appreciate the handprints on both the front and the back of your screen. Don't worry about making eye contact with anybody through the display though, because you'll just be too busy trying to find the stupid non-corporeal buttons on its stupid glass touch keyboard. Wow. <laughs> Lenovo, why? You're better than this. <laughs> and so are you. So bring your fully corporeal self back on Monday for some more tech news.